the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, who trusts in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. In you, O Lord, we trust that you will keep us in perfect peace who mind is stayed on you, Father. Lord, we thank you for your staying grace today. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him, my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exalts, and with my song, I give thanks to him. Father, how we thank you, and how we praise you for your word today. We bow our heads and our hearts before you, Father, that you would be with us, Lord God, in every way and in every day, O God. We lift you up, Father, because we know that you are God that keeps your children, that keeps your beloved, Father God, as precious in your sight as rubies, Father God. So, Lord, we thank you for your tender mercies, for your loving kindness, for your grace that abounds. We thank you that all our needs are met according to your riches and glory because you are God that keepeth your children. You give your beloved rest according to your word. Father, thank you for being a friend indeed, a very present help in the time of need. We glorify you. We magnify you. We exalt your name, Father God, and we welcome you in this place today. Good Sunday afternoon, family. We pray that you all are having an awesome, wonderful, beautiful Sunday, oh God, and that you guys are just meeting every opportunity to give God the glory, to give him the praise, lifting him up, that others will know that God is a real God that loves us. Minister Dion is here today with us. Our message today, family, is trusting God, the God who keepeth his children, trusting God the God that keepeth his children, for we do know our help comes from the Lord. And I'm going to be reading a little bit from Psalms 21, and it reads, I lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Father, thank you for the prayerful reading of your word, and let your word be a blessing to the hearers and the doers of your word. Good afternoon, son of God. Good afternoon, mother. Good afternoon, family. I'm excited today. We're talking about the Lord being our keeper and what a keeper he is. And family, I just ask that you would just, you know, continue to just lift up his name this day as my mother encouraged you all to do. For blessed be the name of our God and our Savior. He's mighty. 
you know, we can kind of we can come here and preach to you and give you the word, but he's already his word. His word is him and he is his word. In the beginning was the word and word was with God and the word was God. Yeah. So in preaching the word, it's what God gives to us. But what we can give to him is worship. Worship. So let's not be in a place where we just take, 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 but let's give, give, give of the praise that is more than deserving unto his name. And so uh, I wanted to speak about the Lord being our keeper. We hear it a lot. We speak it a lot, but um, not verbatim is it written a lot in the word of God. I only really hear in this Psalms uh, 121, as you just beautifully read, Mother, do we see that the Lord, the Bible says the Lord definitively is our keeper. He yes. who keeps Israel, he uh, is our keeper. The Lord is our, your shade at your right hand. Yes. yes. So what does it what does it mean when it says that he, he's our keeper and what is he trying to keep? Well, he's trying to keep our souls. Yes. Again, we're of three, we're of three uh, different entities, body, soul, and spirit. In this particular matter of the Lord being our keeper, he's talking about our souls, that part of us that is heart, will, emotions, and things of that nature. And I just wanted to put out there a couple of questions that I, I would hope that I answer for you, family. Why do our souls need to be kept. Why? Well, I would say it's just like a house. For one, our souls need to be kept for preservation. Preservation just means to keep alive or in existence, make lasting. You know, we look at the word pre, before, and the word serve, uh, root word in there, S-E-R, means to protect. He goes out ahead of us to protect us. Ephesians 1, 4, 6 says, just as he chose us, in him before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him and love having predestined us yeah. to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. These things have already be, been done out ahead of you before mm-hmm. he said he said in, in, in the word in, in the word he says even while you were in the matrix of your mother's womb did I know you? Yes, Has he is. already called us by yes. name and prepared us? I love the way the message verses the the message version reads of this, where it says, "Long before he laid down Earth's foundation, he had us in mind, yes. had settled on us as the focus of his love, to be made whole and holy by his love." Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's just like God, because he do take pleasure in all that he created. You remember, even before he, over there in the book of Genesis, over there in chapter 2, he prepared the land, but then he set man there to keep it. Yes. So he's a keeping foundational God. He's a God that set the table before his children already made ready. You understand? You know how big mommies make greens and, and cook them <laughs> good old Sunday dinners. Glory to God. I sure miss them. But, you know, because, you know, we don't do that these days. Right. I don't right. think so. But, you know, uh, God is a God that keeps his children. He's a God that, that, that desires that we have the best of everything that he has created for us to inhabit, to, to enjoy He's a God. I I just wonder about the the uh, the uh, the Hebrew boys, the boys that were when they were saying, "Hey, we're not gonna bow down. We we we're not gonna 
succumb to you all's gods. Yes, we're over here, but we're not going to bow down. I have to wonder how their little hearts were kept over there in that fiery furnace. Amen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You understand? And, and then Daniel, how, how God, must, what must have been going through his sweet little heart when they, he was cast down wrongfully into the lion's den, but yet God kept the mouth of the lions. Even the animals are kept. You heard me? Amen. They got to succumb to the power of God when he says, shut your mouth, don't touch it. That's what, even Esther, hallelujah, when she not knowing what was going to happen when she stepped over there in the court, king's court, the, the, the king raised herself and say up to the half of the kingdom for her people. She didn't go in there selfishly, you understand. So God is a keeper in all circumstances. Even when we think about our, our mother Sarah, hallelujah, being of old age. How God must have kept her in her strength and gave her strength, the Bible say, to conceive glory to God. Our father Abraham at 75 years old, he said, leave your kindred, not with no direction, but it was accounted to him for right. That's a keeping God. He Amen. know how to keep us in our peace, keep us in our confidence, keep us in courage, keep us to know that he is God who is able to perform his word, glory to God. And not only I was listening this morning on my way here, and he said, not only will I perform it, I will perfect that thing in you, glory Amen. to God. And that's Amen. a God that who is able to keep, baby, we ain't got nothing to fret, family. We ain't got nothing to weary our souls about because we serve a God that is a keeper, the author and the finisher of our faith, the bishop of our souls, hallelujah. We need to learn how to labor to enter into his rest and as my son said earlier to worship him there's a difference in prayer and praise and worship hallelujah Amen. you understand it, we, when we, we prayed we making a request known to him when we praise him and say thank you we receiving it by faith but when we worship him that's just for who he is glory Amen. to god Amen. as our keeper just because of who and even if you don't god because i know you able i'm gonna worship you anyhow glory to god and that's the mindset we need to come to family because once we get once we cross over from this side over to the other side per adventure we're going hallelujah we just gonna be in a perpetual place of worship hallelujah amen worshiping him because it's already done yes ma'am yes ma'am it is already done so again family our souls have need of this keeping yes. not only for preservation but for number two conservation yes. conservation is to prevent injury decay waste or loss of okay our souls unlike our bodies are not designed to decay yeah all right our souls are designed to live and live everlasting all right. Isaiah 44, 3 says, for I will pour out water to quench your thirst and to irrigate your parched fields. And I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your children. Everlasting nourishment, family, for a soul made to last forever. This is what our God has need to do of us because we were designed for life, life in him, life with him and life through him, family. Yes. On a third note. Our souls have need of sustenation, okay? Yes. Sustenation to support, hold, or bear up from below. Bear the weight of as a structure or to undergo an experience or suffering. Yes. To endure without giving way or yielding. That is the definition of sustenation. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, says Psalm 18. We have need of sustenation. We need a God to come yes. in to sustain that which he has planted inside mm -hmm. of us. Not only has he planted the field and made every provision in the field, but he's made it in a way that it can be kept and that it can be sustained throughout yes. time. Yes, and we must stand in earnest expectation that hope that we spoke on last week 
hope that does not make a shame, hope that does not disappoint. Even still in the valley of the shadow of death, we will yet hope because his rod and his staff keep us. Could encompass us, you understand. Even when he lay us down in the green pasture, that's a that, that that's a keeping place. When he lead us beside the still wall, that's a that's a place of, of sustenance, giving us nourishment and strength and watering. Hallelujah. Amen. We all have need of it. Yes. Jesus said in Matthew twenty one verse forty two. Jesus said unto them. Have you never read in the scriptures mm-hmm. the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? Yes. This was the Lord's doing, and it is a and it is marvelous in our eyes. He's reiterating Psalms 118 again. He is that chief cornerstone that the builders rejected. He is that thing which is going to sustain these souls that we have. Absolutely. So not only family does does the soul want to be with God, it needs to live through God. It has to be supplied by God in order to carry on through these lives that we that we live here on this earth. So again, family, the the, the soul needs conservation, preservation, and sustenance from on high in order to continue going. You remember the house that the that that was built upon rock and the house yeah. that was yes, built yes, upon yes. sand. These things we have need of for when the storms of life come as they will come, we will be able to be preserved, conserved, and sustained Amen. through all that is to come. And all this come free, babies. This come through the grace that is in Christ Jesus, that grace and mercy that endure forever, that grace that is sufficient. When when this psalm, this particular psalm was written, it was a help. It was a song written from David, a cry unto the Lord. And, and, and many of these songs, you, you have to, you can only imagine what David went through and through all the perils of life, but yet he still were able to pen and scribe these scriptures for our learning, our encouragement, our empowering, you know, our enlightening of our understanding. We have to know and understand he's the same God today that keeps and preserves. He said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. He will not suffer your foot to be moved. He that keep it, he, he that keep it will not slumber. Hallelujah. He don't fall back. He ain't slack as men count slackness. Behold, he that keepeth Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. So he give his beloved rest. So when you having these sleepless nights, lay down in the comfort of his love and the peace of his grace. Because he's a God that loves to keep. The Lord is our keeper. He is our keeper. Amen. 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 Why do we need a keeper? Mm. Why do we need to keep it? I got me. I know how to handle this. I can take care of this. I can carry this. I can pack that. I can solve this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friend, you can't keep yourself. Mm-mm. You can't keep yourself. Why? It's simple. Who has cleansed themselves from their own sin? Hmm. Nobody. Can't. Who has kept themselves from a sinful way? Nobody. John 1 8 says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is. Is not in us. You remember the parable of the woman caught in adultery? Yeah. yeah. How they brought her to Jesus, threw her before Jesus and said, Jesus, this this woman has been caught in adultery. What shall we do with her? Trying to challenge Jesus and his authority. And Jesus said, he who be without sin cast the first stone. And he turned around and continued to write into the ground. And he told the woman to look up Hmm. and they were nowhere to be found. And he asked her, oh, woman, where are those who accused you? Yes. Where are those who accused you? Jesus kept her mm. 
mm. in that moment. Jesus eventually got up on the cross and ridded her of those things that she mm. couldn't rid and clean out from herself because we cannot keep ourselves. We cannot do that. that that's contrary to what he designed us to do because if we could keep ourselves, we wouldn't have to rely on him. Amen. We wouldn't have to come to him. And that's, that's a marvelous point, Minister Dion, to make that we cannot keep ourselves but we we're telling you guys we're encouraging you all today to know that there is a keeper who's beckoning for your heart beckoning for your love those things that you've been toiling and wrestling with these d- diseases these sickness these habits these 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 perilous things that keep you stumbling about groping in the daytime with a flashlight god is a keeper and he's calling you out today i don't know who you are sir i don't know who you are ma'am but god is beckoning for your heart to draw nigh unto him to know that he's a god that loves you i want to encourage you all to go back to the the psalms and, and the book of psalms all together and begin to ask the lord to give you Reveal knowledge of his word, revelation of his word, that he that you all may grow in grace and come to know whose you are in Christ. It's not about who I am or who Minister Dion is. It's whose we are, the authority, our names that, that have been tattooed on, in the Lamb's Book of Life, our names that have been written on the stones of, and his word that has been written on the stone of our heart. God is beckoning for a people that will come and worship him, those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. It's time out to, for that me, myself, and our ministry. You understand what I'm Amen. saying? We have to come Amen. close to him. We have to begin to bow the knee, bow the heart. If you able to get down on your knees, if you able to bow your face to the ground, that's a good pos- position to start with God as your keeper. You giving reverence, you giving humility because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom according to his word. And we have to be encouraged to know that apart from God, we can do nothing. In fact, he tell us straight out that gate, you can do nothing apart from me hallelujah Amen. but he did encourage us along the way when he correct us he always give us a word of God. he said but all things are possible through me hallelujah who strengthen you god even in our weakness he said he's made strong he said when we're weak let the weak say that i'm strong you guys are strong enough to hear this word you guys are strong enough to let the word of the god chasing you and correct you and draw yourself to him because god is waiting for you he's waiting for you his hands is stretched out to you today so Amen. do not tell do not shrug your shoulders and say, I'll listen next week. I'll come next time. Today, today, when you hear his voice, harden not your heart. The God who loves you, the God who wants to keep you. Hallelujah. It's keep not, you from this destruction in life. It's not our righteousness. It's his righteousness. You better recognize. Isaiah 64, hmm. 6, 64, 6 says, but we are all as unclean things and all our yes. righteousness are as filthy rags yes. and we all do fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away has drawn us off friend, friend you cannot keep yourself from your own sin but it is he who keeps you and cleanses you that word filthy rags there let's put that a little bit more into perspective this mm. might be a little tmi but Filthy rags back in the days, they didn't have the technology and the modern day things that we have today. So women didn't have what we what women have today. So they would take a bunch of rags on their monthly cycles and stuff them in between their legs. And this is what God is comparing our righteousness, not our sin to, but our righteousness. So even on our best day, hallelujah, it's not <laughs> sufficient. You, you can't you can't measure up. Yeah. We, we cannot measure up. Yeah. And so entirely family. Jesus is the keeper. He's the keeper. Jesus is the keeper. Let's let's look at it like this. If we were going on vacation, if you're going on a on a nice vacation, you're gonna be offered at that place you arrive, maybe some concierge service. That hotel, that inn or that resort, 
has pretty much made living arrangements with you in mind. (laughs) So you are no longer your own home, but you have come into another's custody and care. So when you when you wake up in the morning, there's breakfast that you ain't have to fix. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a knock on your door. Housekeeping. (laughs) You ain't got to make your own bed. You ain't got to sweep your own floor. You ain't got to wash your own tub out of your own toilet. But you have somebody in a place that is set up with you in mind Mm -hmm. coming in to serve you and to keep you while you stay there and enjoy the things that have been prepared for you. This is the same God. This is the same Lord. Even greater paradise, does he call it. I've gone out ahead of you. Paradise to prepare to prepare a place. Yes, hallelujah. Family, this is the Lord that we serve, who keeps us. Family, Mm. this is the Lord that wants to keep you. He said, "Boom, boom, 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 boom." I knock, I knock. I'm not kicking down the door. I'm not taking it off the hinges. But boom, 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 I knock. And if your heart would let me in, I'll come in. Family, housekeeping ain't gonna kick down your door. You have the opportunity to either incline or decline. I put a do not disturb on the door. Right. But it will behoove you to allow them in, to allow them to render that service that you paid for. And even greater in this this scenario with our Lord, it's already been paid for. It's already to sell a stop. He took care of it. Finished it all on the cross. So why wouldn't you want to step into this thing that has already been given unto you, family? Yes. Let's put this even more into perspective. I got one more story and I'm done. (laughs) One more story. There was a king. Mm. There was a king and he was about to perish. He was lying on his deathbed and he actually had four wives. And he asked the fourth wife, which he loved the most. He bought her diamonds, gold and eloquent clothes. Will you go with me? To the afterlife, she says, "Sorry, I, I, I can't do that. Mm-mm. I, I got, I got to get out of here. I got to go." The third wife, he always liked to show off to neighboring kingdoms. Oh, look at her! She's so beautiful. She's so gorgeous. Was very boastful in this wife, and he said, "Will you go with me to the afterlife?" And she replied, "I love my life too much, and when you die, I'm gonna remarry." Hmm. The second wife was always there in the time of need. And he asked, will you go with me to the afterlife? She says, sorry, I can't go with you, but I'll arrange the funeral and I'll be there for the funeral services. Yeah. (laughs) And then one voice called out, one voice called out and said, I'll go with you. I'll leave and I'll follow you wherever you go, Hmm. even to the afterlife. The king looked up and seen that it was his first wife and his heart was heavy because he said, I wish I would have took care of you more. I, I wish I would have gave you more attention, spent more time with you. Well, family, the, the, the moral of the story is that we all have four wives. Hmm. OK, the fourth wife was like our bodies. We dress it up. We put nice clothes on it. We take care of it, doing all the working out and things like that. But when I sold the parts, it can't come with us. Hmm. The third wife is like our possessions. We get it all. We collect it all for ourselves, build it up, spend money on it, keep it clean. But again, it cannot come with us. And it's going to be divided and separated amongst other people after you die. That's why the third wife says she's going to remarry. Mm The second wife is our family and friends. Yeah, they're with us in, a, in times of need, and we enjoy them while we yet live. But 
they can't go with us. Our first wife is like our souls mm. who oftentimes we look over these things. We neglect these things. We try to do of these things ourselves, but our souls have need to be kept. But yet we neglected our souls because we can't keep our own souls. Family. We need our keeper. Yes. He is a husband, man. Yes, he is. The Greek word for keeper is gorgas, which means husband, man, tiller of the soil, a vine dresser. And family, if you are ready to receive this husband, man, and if you have not received him yet, please do. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord, you are welcome in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Family, we love you. And until next time, one One voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to His great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.